Welcome back to Head to Head Competitive Trivia, the show where we find out if you are more intelligent than a fake professor. And now, here's your host, Coach Steve Corning. Hey, welcome back to Head to Head. Randy, how you doing tonight? I'm doing great, other than I just burned my dinner and set off the smoke detector in the whole apartment building. In the entire apartment building, right Pretty before sure. recording? Okay. Sure. Yeah. That's one way to start the night. I didn't burn the food. It just, like, part of the, the juices, like, got burned in the pan. <laughs> you burned the juices. <laughs> some some might argue that the juices are the best part, Randy, that you, you've got uh, burned. They were two dry burgers, and I was okay with that because the house didn't burn down, or the apartment <laughs> building didn't burn down. Well, it sounds like you're having quite the night. Two dry burgers, and now you're recording a podcast with me. That is, honestly, that's like a bucket list night it's, for most people. It's a, it's a dream come true. <laughs> now, Randy, I, I noticed in your introduction, we're finding out if, if our uh, our panelist, or our guest, is more intelligent than a fake professor. I want to know, do you think you're more intelligent than a fake professor? That's what I've been wondering all week. You know, I hope that maybe one day I can prove myself. Mm-hmm. Maybe I can play against myself. Yes. Randy versus Randy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. Let's book that. Yeah, let's do it. You'd be the my biggest guest that I've landed so far, Randy. Somebody else. I, we can't do it so that I'm doing my role right now, too. So I can't <laughs> no, do three things. That's what I was expecting. You co-hosting. You as the guest and <laughs> as the faculty. All right. Very nice. Well, thank you, Randy. Good to see you, of course. Let's move on to tonight's competitors. In the left corner, representing the Balderdash Academy faculty, it's Mr. Nate Green. Hey, Nate? thanks for hey. thanks for uh, having me here. Thanks for coming on, Nate. This is your first time on Head to Head. How does it feel? A little moist, uh, actually. It's kind of humid in here. Um, but uh, but good, but good. I'm I'm excited. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to win or lose, but either well, that's, way. Excited. That's what I was going to ask. I've asked all of our faculty so far. Are you feeling competitive tonight? Yes. Yes, I, I do. I am. I am competitive. Is I'm going to take <laughs> things down. We're, all, we're in the ring and faces are going to be in the mask. Yes, several faces will be in the, the ring. Mass, for sure, Nate. For sure. Yep. Now, uh, you, of course, are competing for the faculty leaderboard. Uh, and maybe in just a minute, we'll give Randy a minute to look. But once he's ready, he can tell us who is, in fact, on top of the leaderboard. Randy, what do you got? Uh, well, actually, we have a tie for the top of the faculty leaderboard. Oh, Molly McGill and Carla Rose both have five points. Oh, that's crazy. So all you need to do, Nate, is be slightly more intelligent than Molly and Carla Rose. <laughs> do, you, do you think, are you up to the challenge tonight? I am. My question is, is how high do you want me to set the bar tonight? Oh, that's great. I want you at least getting what's, what's the highest possible score, Randy? <laughs> oh, I think it's, it's like, in the 30s. It's in the yeah, 30s. Yeah, that's what I'm expecting 30s. out of you, Nate. The first ever uh, 30. Okay, I was going to go for that that tired eight that just lays down. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know. Well, Nate, it was great getting to know you a little bit tonight, and we'll we'll hear more from you in just a minute. But tonight, very excited to introduce our guest representing the visitors. Her name is Elisa Rosenthal. Elisa is a singer, songwriter, and teaching artist based in Chicago. 
a semifinalist for the Andy Kaufman Award, and MC for the Chicago lead of Lady Arm Wrestlers. She performs and produces her unique take on musical comedy as her vaudeville alter ego, Plucky Rosenthal. Please welcome Elisa Rosenthal! Elisa, thank you so much for joining us on Head to Head. Thanks for having me. My absolute pleasure. Now, reading your bio there, there's yeah, there's so much to, to get into. <laughs> what I a gotta journey. start with I gotta start with Chicago League of Lady Arm Wrestlers. Tell yeah, me, that's... break this down for me a little bit. It's a real thing. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a fundraiser for a Chicago theater company called Sideshow Theater. We always have a partner charity, um, and we. Um, it's like glow style, full on character arm wrestling. That is and, awesome. And um, it's in usually it's in a huge arena. We've done a virtual event that was also like a very funny um, sports commentary with like drag queens and characters. And um, yeah, I uh, used to wrestle as uh, Marie Armtoinette. Yes, I was just going to ask. Did you have a character name? That is brilliant. Yep. And but now I'm the current MC, uh, and I do kind of a. I had to make it really Chicago, so I'm Harry Scary. Uh, ah. <laughs> and I do a gray pompadour and black glasses, and then I usually dress like dress like pretty trashy. Otherwise. <laughs> This sounds so fun. Uh, I'm hoping in the future you can do more live events. Have you ever brought this on the road? Could you, uh, for instance, come to Maine and do this? You know, there are leagues all over the country. Uh There might be a Maine league. I think there's like 15 leagues. Um, I think it started in North Carolina. There's definitely an L.A. I think they're called L.A. Law. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I would definitely like get a caravan together. I'm long overdue for a trip back to Maine anyway. You are. We'll just use this as the excuse. Perfect. I love to hear it. Now, the other thing I want to touch in on is, of course, Plucky Rosenthal, your alter ego. Tell me a little bit about when that started and what kind of shows you do. Sure. Plucky Rosenthal, the Jewish star of stage and stage. Yes. Um, (laughs) Yeah, uh, I've always written songs and I taught myself a ton of instruments as a kid and um, that just came together really naturally and I like vintage clothes so it was just kind of a perfect like I play the ukulele I like old-timey music and that's kind of my songwriting sensibility is like sweet and cheeky um and uh yeah so I started doing it oh my gosh like 13-ish years ago basically right when I got out of college yeah that was the thing I started doing um and uh, yeah, I'm that uh, that mix that everybody loves of like a theater kid who's then played like a decade's worth of bar shows. And, <laughs> um, so that's how I got it started. I've emceed a lot. I've opened for a lot of improv troops and I've been the variety in a lot of burlesque shows and I've uh-huh. toured solo shows and stuff like that. And uh, it's all coming together in uh, my debut album. Just came out, just dropped. Like nice. how I worked my promo in for you. That was a good transition because <laughs> I was literally just going to ask. I heard that you're you have a new record that just dropped last week, April second, correct? Yep, yep, yep. Break that down. Tell us about this new album. Sure, it's called Plucky Sings Rosenthal, and it's a uh, it's it's the exact throwback you want. Um, the cover is so beautiful. It's me sitting in a full on uh, wooden paper moon that uh, I commissioned the very talented Lizzie Bright out of Chicago to make. It's gorgeous. 
Um, I made it myself. I recorded it in my living room on all these instruments. Um, and it's all just my favorite things, sweet little songs. Like, uh, and a lot of them are about the moon and very old timey. So I have one called It's Just a Phase, which to give you a little, a little taster. Yeah. Uh, a new love is like a new moon, shadow deep exciting. Watching your face way up in space. I might love you or it's just a phase. Oh, Thank that was you. brilliant. That Thank was brilliant, you. Lisa. And now let's go to Nate for his new number. <laughs> <laughs> I think Fun. he's got a rap album he's working yeah, on. I think he does. <laughs> and since he's an improviser, he has to yes and. <laughs> yes, and it's coming out Christmas 21. <laughs> All right, so you haven't written any of it yet. That makes Good. sense. That makes oh, sense. I do have a Hanukkah song on it, finally. I'm oh, really, really? Yeah. I know I've heard one of your Hanukkah songs on YouTube. Is this? Is it different? It's, no, Fresh it's probably Hanukkah that. It's called My Hanukkah Girl. Yes. She is so bright. She keeps me warm, but just for eight nights. Yeah, <laughs> so I know. Good. They're all a little sad. <laughs> okay, there's also a song about a hot dog. Yes, my closer. You are the hot dog. The world is your bun. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Steve. You... <laughs> Thanks for looking this up. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So you are, what is it? Sorry, break it down. You are You are hot the hot dog. You are the hot dog. The world is your bun. The world is your bun. That is when beautiful. I... Thank you. When I sing this in person, and there's a there's a very fun video of me doing it with a drummer at uh, this wonderful little modern day speakeasy uh, in Chicago called The Drifter. And 99% of the time I go, everybody, you are the hot dog. And like 99% of the time, everybody chimes in. But there was like that one time where I got <laughs> the crowd that was like, we just wanted to have our drinks and talk over the music was our plan. And I'm like, everybody, come on, I'm a theater person. You're making uh, it weird for me. And, yep. Okay, we're moving on. No, that sounds like certain improv shows we've had in bars. Where, uh... <laughs> so who nice wants to give us a suggestion? No. Nope. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, well, I enjoyed watching that video. That that cracked me up a ton. I, I do have a very important question for you, Lisa. Yes. And last week we had Jack Malosh from Michigan. Mm. And uh, he answered what we are supposed to call people from Michigan. What do oh. we call someone from Illinois? Oh, yeah. Illinois, Illinoisian, Illinoisian, Illinoisian. Illa, I've never thought of Illinoiser. <laughs> oh, Nate's got a suggestion. Yeah. Nate, uh, Illinoids. Wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, bring it to the Chamber of Commerce. They yeah. might like that. I do know. I grew up in uh, the suburb of Evanston, and. Uh, adults will say that they're Evanstonians and mm-hmm. teens will say that they're Evanstoners. Yeah, no, so. that makes sense. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Well, we've we've sort of answered that question. Uh, <laughs> before we move on to tonight's games, where's the best place for people to find out more about you and about your music? Ooh, um, so I have uh, all the social media, media handles as my, my normal muggle name, Elisa Rosenthal. Um, if you want to hear my kids album, mm-hmm. I made a kid friendly uh, album that's good for like seven year olds and under. Yes, that you can find on my Elisa Rosenthal Bandcamp, um, and I uh, keep my Instagram pretty well updated. That's probably the best place to keep up with me. Uh, and then for all of my plucky music, I'm on Instagram and Facebook at Plucky Rosenthal. And uh, oh yeah, the album will be on Bandcamp. So Bandcamp.com/slash/PluckyRosenthal. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for joining us tonight. And we're going to get right into the competition. Tonight, our two competitors will face off head to head to see who can correctly answer more useless 
and pointless trivia questions. Our guest Elisa will also be competing to see if she can land on top of the head-to-head guest leaderboard. Randy, who's currently on top of the guest leaderboard? Uh, Jack Malosh is on the top of the leaderboard with 11 points. That's actually a really good score, and I think he hit on a secret word, uh, which we'll get to in just a minute. He did, yeah. Uh, our contestants will have also have one lifeline tonight at their disposal. Once tonight, anytime you get a question wrong, you are able to use the Convince Randy lifeline. All you need to do is convince my co-host Randy why your answer is better or funnier or makes more logical sense than the correct answer. And you can justify that however you want. I believe, Randy, that is worth two points, correct? Two points. Okay, you can use that once tonight on any wrong answer there are also three secret words in play tonight if you happen to say any of these three random words that uh, randy and i have selected before the show uh, you will immediately be rewarded three beautiful tally marks the first come first serve you can only use it once randy please tell our listeners now what tonight's secret words are tonight's secret words are sword villain and horror perfect nate Alisa, are you ready to play? Aye, aye. Perfect. All right. Give each other a virtual high five. I want to see a good, clean fight. Perfect. Without further ado, let's get the match underway. Round one. This is a this or that round. All correct answers are worth one point. In honor of our guest, Elisa, who is a singer and songwriter from Chicago, I thought it'd be fun to do a game based on another singer-songwriter who made an entire album about the state of Illinois and had a hit called Chicago. That's right. Today's theme is the songs of Sufjan Stevens. Now, if you're not familiar with Sufjan Sufjan Stevens, he is an Academy Award and Grammy Award-nominated multi-instrumentalist known for his folk rock songs that became staples of hip coffee shops in the 2010s. I think that about sums it up. And maybe, honestly, most notably is probably the titles of his songs are often absurd and convoluted. For today's This or That game, I will give you two options. One is the actual title of a Sufjan Stevens song, and the other is a title that I created in collaboration with a song name generator. <laughs> all, you need to tell, all you need to do is tell me which one is real. Again, correct answers are worth one point. We're going to start by alternating contestants, and we'll start with Elisa. Question one. Which of these two is a real song by Sufjan Stevens? Elisa, is it Carol of St. Benjamin the Bearded One or the Mad Hatter's Children? Oh, now I know this album, but not well enough. So Mm. this is going to be, this is a challenge. Um, I'm going to go with... Be the Mad Hatter's Children. She's going with Be the Mad Hatter's Children. That is incorrect. Ah! That is a title I made up with the use of a name generator. Incredible. <laughs> it I love it, it sounds like it could be on a Sufjan Stevens album, right? It really does. Yeah. All my <laughs> friends, when they listen back to this, they're going to be like, Aliza, you were a college radio DJ in 2010. What are you, you doing? One job to do, Aliza. <laughs> Question two for Innate Is it A? Did I make you cry on Christmas Day? Well, you deserved it. Or B, <laughs> lonely holidays. Goodbye to the infinite snowstorm. Okay, I don't know who this guy is, uh, but B sounds like a name generator, so I'm going A. 
Ooh, he's going, hey, did I make you cry on Christmas Day? And you are correct. I did make you cry on Christmas Day, Nate, by giving you one beautiful tally mark. Question three for Elisa. Is the real title A, the dress looks nice on you, or B, 100 years of rainy dreams? Okay, I'm pretty sure I know this song, so I think it's the dress looks nice on you. You're going with A, the dress looks nice on you. And you are correct. (laughs) Tally marks, tally marks, tally marks. Question four for Nate. This is the final question of round one. Is it A, instrumental excitement for Dr. Simmons? Or B, the predatory wasp of the Palisades is out to get us? Ooh, I I really like B. I want it to be B. Nate's going with B, the predatory wasp, and you are correct! Yeah. Yes! You guys did great in round I'm one, Randy. I'm actively rooting for Nate in this round. I'm like, yes! <laughs> you gotta be more competitive! <laughs> Randy, at the end of round one, what is our score? If I've done my math correctly, mm-hmm. Nate has twice as many points as Elisa. Wow. And uh, that is two to one in favor of Nate. Thank you very much, Randy. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with Head to Head. Meet the characters of Balderdash County in Balderdash Academy Teacher's Lounge. You've heard the game show. Now you can go behind the scenes as you meet the students and faculty of our fine school. Unlock the mysteries of the centuries-old buildings. Or even go outside the school grounds to meet the denizens of the village of Balderdash. Character, comedy, and mystery abound in Balderdash Academy Teacher's Lounge. Every other Wednesday on your favorite podcast service. We're back. Round two. This is Trivial Commute. Correct answers are now worth two points. This round is a journey through four categories of multiple choice trivia. Each correct answer is worth two points. The first person to buzz in will have a chance to answer the question, but if they are incorrect, the second player will have a chance to steal. Question one. This is Unusual Historical Facts. From 1860 to 1916, the British Army imposed mandatory dress regulations on their soldiers, including a new rule stating soldiers must always sport this one thing. Was it A, underwear, B, a monocle, C, perfume, or D, a mustache? And Elisa's buzzed in. Wow. I'm going to go with C, perfume, because I feel like it was a smelly time. It, I'm guessing you're right that it was a smelly tie, but unfortunately you are incorrect. Uh, if you want to convince Randy why that answer is better, you can, or we'll move on to Nate. Yeah, no, I do. Randy. No, you're going to use it. Let's go. I'm going to use it. It was a stinky time. I think that's, I, I think if it wasn't enacted into law, it it was like societally a law. Yeah, and and think like you gotta. There's there's so many dead bodies everywhere. You're gonna be able to tell the difference between a living soldier and a dead soldier. The smell of perfume would help if you're kind of buried in a pile of corpses. And I'm, it's good I'm for the economy too, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Randy's thinking really hard for the for the listening audience. He's no, thinking, I think that's a, I think that's a great answer. Uh, yeah, Thank I'll you. give you two points for that. Two Thank points you. for Lisa. Thanks, Randy. I don't think you're now, stinky, but I also can't tell you that through Zoom. <laughs> That's true. Can't verify your stinkiness. <laughs> All right, Nate, did you want to try and correctly answer the question? 
Uh, yes, of course I do. Uh, so everybody knows that it is a mustache. Everyone knows that? Including you? Everybody, including me. Wow. He's going with D, a mustache. You are correct, Nate. Of course they had to wear a mustache. Isn't this very strange? You must it, try it your best practical. at least to grow a mustache. <laughs> I mean, that way you didn't have to stop mid-fight and wipe your nose. It just it filtered through the mustache. That's smart, Nate. Good point. Yeah. I never even thought of that. Question two. Bizarre laws. In Kentucky, every legislator, public officer, and lawyer must take an oath stating they have never done this. Is it A, fought in a duel? B, owned an alligator? C, held an elected position in Missouri? Or D, <laughs> been married to multiple people at the same time? Nate. Nate, what are you going with? Uh, well, it's a bizarre law, so I'm going to go with fought in a duel. He's going with A, fought in a duel. Nate, you are correct. Give him the two beautiful telly marks. Nice job, Nate. You're coming through, man. This is a battle. This is carnage. This is. Brutal. But you weren't convinced by owned an alligator? I, I thought that was going to that was gonna confuse you. It. Uh, I, I almost went with that, but I'm like, I, you know. Guns sound like they're more prevalent down there, so. Probably in Kentucky, more yeah. prevalent than an alligator, for sure. I liked all of those options, Steve. You did a good job. Thank mm -hmm. you, Elise. I appreciate it. Question three, sporting chance. During the height of the U.S. involvement in World War II, these two NFL teams decided to merge for the 1943 season due to a lack of players. They became known to fans by this new name. Was it A... The Red Giants, Washington Redskins and New York Giants. B, the Steagles, Pittsburgh Steelers and Philadelphia Eagles. C, the Bear Cards, Chicago Bears and Chicago Cardinals. Or D, the Lion Pack, Detroit Lions and Green Bay Packers. Elisa. Elisa, um, what are you going with? I really wanted to be B, the Steagles. Because it sounds like your Jewish neighbors, and I just really want that to be it. And I'm willing to sacrifice points if it's not. I maybe should have saved my like rationalizing to Randy on this one. Alisa, you were you were so convinced that you have made the answer correct just yes! by your your you willed it into existence. You are correct. Of course, it was the Steagles. What a portmanteau! I love it. Isn't that good? Good use of the word portmanteau, by the way. Oh, uh, I mean, or maybe it what other turns of phrase that might be your words. Or was it a literary device? Was it um, a stanza? Could it have been a narwhal? Yes. Uh, it could if, have been a narwhal. If I could give you extra points for saying portmanteau, I would. <laughs> we we really should have worked that into the rule, shouldn't we, have, Randy? It's kind of an inside joke with us. It is. It's so weird because we have you? this hilarious inside joke about portmanteaus and, and the fact that I don't know how to use them correctly. <laughs> Uh, but I did write several of those answers, so I did okay. So. You did okay. It is, yeah. Portmanteau is maybe my favorite of the figures of speech. Just It's really good. I, that should have been a bigger part of my interview. What's your favorite figure of speech? Portmanteau. We'll have you back on in the future. We'll talk <laughs> straight portmanteaus. How about that, Elisa? <laughs> Perfect. We could do it over brunch. Let's do it. That sounds amazing. Yeah, do you see what I did? Do you see what I did there? Brunch, breakfast, and lunch. Portmanteau. I figured it out. Yes. 
She's a teacher. She puts a lesson in when she can. <laughs> All right, let's move on to question four. Final question of round two. This is extremely specific movie trivia. In 1960, Walt Disney refused to allow this famed director to film inside Disneyland and reportedly called this same director's recent box office hit disgusting. Who was the director and what was their disgusting movie? Was it Ilya Kazan, Baby Doll? That's A. B. Stanley Kubrick, The Killing. C. Alfred Hitchcock, Psycho. Or D. Ed Wood, Plan 9 from Outer Space. Elisa. Woo. Okay, now I'm torn between two. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel like it could be Stanley Kubrick or Alfred Hitchcock. Okay. Because they both had kind of creepy, uh, uh, like, personas. I'm going to go with Alfred Hitchcock. That's exciting. I'm going to go with C. You're going to see Alfred Hitchcock and Psycho. And Psycho. You think Walt Disney called Psycho disgusting? Yeah. He did! You were exactly right! (laughs) He did, 100%. Because I feel like Kubrick would be a little, like, uh, by today's standards, people are still like, wow, that Kubrick, sometimes he really went out there. But Hitchcock, that's, like, just wacky enough. Oh, I like that question. I tried to keep it within the the year parameters because I really want to say Clockwork Orange, but that would have been later. But yeah. that I feel like that's something Walt Disney would have called disgusting. Yeah, definitely. Well. But uh, the killing was the best I could do. But nice work. And I work. like to think there's a world in which um, uh, Disney was like aware of Edward. <laughs> right? <laughs> that's just a fantasy world you and I live in. All right. Round three. Oh, actually, Randy, let's check in after round two. What are our scores? Well, uh, there was a lead change after that last question. Elisa is in the lead, seven to six. Yeah, she got competitive is what happened. She did. She did. (laughs) You got to stop rooting for your opponent and start (laughs) winning. (laughs) Very nice. And Randy, has anyone said a secret word? I thought Elisa might hit on one. Did you know what I'm talking about? She got really close. She danced around it. Haven't All right. heard one. Yep, oh, I haven't no. heard one either. Oh no! Round three. Yeah, this is right. our final round. This is called Lost in Translations. In our third and final round, I will give our contestants the real title of a popular movie as it appeared in a foreign country, translated literally back into English. All I need you to do is tell me the original title of the film as it appeared in the United States. For instance, if I said Die Slowly from Germany, the correct answer would be Die Hard. The first person to buzz in gets the first shot at three points. The second person can steal if there's an incorrect answer. Question one. From Argentina, the title is Vaseline. Nate. Monsters Incorporated. Nice going with Monsters Incorporated. Nate, you are incorrect, but do you want to no, tell me? Man. Do you want to explain why for Randy to Randy for maybe some extra points? Or do you want to save it? Um I'll explain it. I'll use it. I'll okay, use it. Okay, here we go. All right. So, uh everybody knows the movie Monsters Inc. They're Sully uh Sullenberger or or is that the guy that flew the plane into the Hudson? Um, it's, a, anyway, it's a Sully verse. It's, yeah, it's Sully. It's the same, probably the same movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's Mike Wasowski. Now, in for most of the movie, Sully's the big scarer. He's like the lead scarer of the movie. Uh, he's very hairy, though, and he's very big. 
so they called it Vaseline because in order to fit through the doors to get into the little kids' rooms, he had they had to like Vaseline the door frames <laughs> in order for him to get through. Um <laughs> And that happened a lot. It's it's mostly in the deleted scenes. It's it's like in the in the um in the Argentinian cut. Um <laughs> right. But uh yeah, so that's why they did it. Thank and you, Randy, what do you, what do you think? Did you buy that? <laughs> it made me laugh, so yes, I gotta give him two points. <laughs> that's the whole point of the game anyway. So two <laughs> points for Nate. All right, Elisa, what do you think the correct title is? Is it Greece? Elisa going with Greece for the film Vaseline. It makes total sense. I think you deserve three points Yay! for knowing the exact answer. Yay! Very say, smart. Very smart. Nate, I worked it out during your explanation. Uh, <laughs> did you really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's the way to do it. Sneaky. <laughs> All right. Beautiful. Question two from Portugal. The title is The Relentless Exterminator. Lisa. Lisa. The Terminator? Yes. Oh, is it? <laughs> yep. <laughs> as easy as that. You, you nailed it. Or I was between that and the cable guy. <laughs> nope, you went with the right one, Elisa. <laughs> well, apparently all of my hours of listening to Subjan Stevens have done nothing for me, but having a subscription to Netflix since the early 2000s has really paid off. So, <laughs> If you look closely, the word Terminator is in the title. Ah. That's pretty sneaky. Very good. Guess you're you're two for two right now. You're batting 100 in round three. Let's go to question three. This is from Italy. The title is "Please Do Not Touch the Old Woman." Nate, driving Miss Daisy. <laughs> I love it, but no, unfortunately, I wish that were true. <laughs> That's way funnier. Okay. I wish you, I wish you used your convince Randy on that one. Yeah, I know. Oh, okay. That would have been good. All right. Elisa. I do have a guess, but I, I might be butchering this title. Okay. Um, is it uh, Don't Push Mama from the Train? I have no idea what that is. Oh, so it's no. like a movie. <laughs> Sounds great. I'd like to watch it. It's that. a don't, don't Throw Mama don't from throw the Train. Mama very, from very the oh, thank you, Randy, yeah. for that fact-checking. <laughs> no, the correct answer is, of course, The Producers. Oh, okay. I really like that Italy zeroed in on that subplot. <laughs> right? Italy, what are you doing? <laughs> That's really funny. Question four. Final question of the entire game. Randy, going into final question, what is our score? It is eight for Nate. Oh, Ooh. that rhymes. And 13 for Lisa. I can't, Ooh, I can't okay. pull ahead. If you say a lot of secret words, Nate, in your answer. Now's the time. Okay. Start rattling them off. Question four of round three. The title is, this is from Israel. The title is Love in the Skies. Nate. I'm going to say the movie Up because there's a lot of balloons and one is the color of bananas and there's dogs in (laughs) the movie too with birds. And you don't have to convince us. They, uh, you don't, you're not going to get any extra points. I'm just. Oh, I'm, he's trying no, to get I'm, secret. Words I'm trying to get there. some secret words. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Good. I'm just saying words. Banana was close. Banana was really close. Ah. Uh, you're incorrect with off. You're you're, uh, you're off. Elisa, 
is it airplane? Is it airplane? Unfortunately, it is not airplane. I'm so sorry. The is correct it, answer for love in the skies. You have a second guess. Yeah, for no is points. it kiwi apple mango movie? Kiwi apple mango movie. Papaya. Um, Strawberry. <laughs> raspberry i'm playing a whole other game at the concurrent yeah. main game i just need the word what's the correct word? the correct answer is of course top gun oh because mm. you know val good. kilmer and tom cruise they're having some love in the skies that's really funny yeah ice man cometh well final scores randy <laughs> the final <laughs> scores for the evening are professor nate green with eight points and our guest, Elisa, with 13 points. 13 big ones. Climbing to the top of the guest leaderboard. Elisa, you are on the ha, very ha, top. Ha. That means you are ahead of Shane Micklon and you're ahead of Jack Malosh. Wow. Way ahead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They can they can eat your dust for, for all I, I care. Spent a cumulative eight weeks in Maine. That's why. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's why exactly. it's so good. <laughs> Does that help? Spending less time in Maine makes you better <laughs> at this game? Is that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> That's really great. All right. Well, let's uh, let's see if anyone has anything to plug on their way out of here. Nate, do you have anything to plug? Do you want to tell us where to find more of you? Yes. Uh, find more of me on the Balderdash Academy podcast Teacher's Lounge, mm-hmm. as well as the YouTube channel uh, Balderdash Academy. Great. Uh, we do more of this, and we say all kinds of secret words like peach or split. <laughs> no, damn. All right. <laughs> Oh, thank you. I don't have to plug our shows now. That was great. Thank you, Nate. And Randy. That's, that's the only place you can find me. Any final words you want to tell us, Randy, on the way out of here? Yeah. Um, if you're cooking hamburgers with lean meat, keep an eye on them. Noted. Don't set off the fire the smoke detector. 100% noted. And Elisa Rosenthal, our special guest tonight, and the new head-to-head leaderboard champ. And officially more intelligent than a fake professor. Where can people find you and find your new album? Uh, thanks so much, Steve, Randy, Nate, uh, Alan Smithy. Thanks, everybody, for having me. <laughs> um, my new album will be on Bandcamp, bandcamp.com slash Plucky Rosenthal. Um, you can keep up with me on your social media of choice at Elisa Rosenthal or at Plucky Rosenthal. Perfect. Thank you all for listening. And as I always say, please do not touch the old woman. Stay safe. We'll see you all again next time on Head to Head. We All Have a Story is a podcast dedicated to learning more about the folks around us, one person at a time. We'll chat with accountants, bus drivers, entertainers, novelists, beekeepers, piano tuners, booksellers, artists, and more. Check out We All Have a Story using your favorite podcast app or service. Hello, I'm Leonard Kimball. I'm Nick Gordon. We're comedians and we love talking comedian things. And we figured you wanted to hear that. Together, we host a podcast called Comedy Think Tanked. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, and our website, ComedyThinkTanked.com. Balderdash Academy's Head to Head with Coach Steve features Steve Corning and Randy Hunt. Music by Thinkfish Tank. Produced by Steve Corning and Bob LeBlanc. Mixing and editing by Bob LeBlanc. Copyright 2021, Steve Corning and Robert J. LeBlanc. All rights reserved. 